0: Welcome to TaxSell Podcast, where tax sell investing is made easy. My name is Casey Denman. I'm a tax sell veteran. I am the tax sell expert. I'm the author of the Tax Sell Playbook, founder of the Tax Sell Academy, and I am your host right here on the Tax Sell Podcast. Hey, thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast episode and for choosing to learn about tax liens and tax deeds through this podcast. It's a completely free podcast. I don't charge a listening or membership fee for these episodes, and it's brought to you through and because of. Tax Cell Academy. So make sure you check out taxcellacademy.com if you are looking to learn more about investing in tax liens and tax deeds. All right, let's get started. I am extremely excited about today's episode. We'll be talking about out of area tax cell investing. Now I've told this story before, but when I first got into the tax cell business, I did pretty well. At least when I was 18, 19 years old, I thought I was doing extremely well. The problem that I ran into, however, was that no matter how much work I tried to put in attending the auctions in my hometown, my income was capped. I reached a ceiling as to how much money I could make simply because there were only so many properties that were being sold at the tax sale in my home market. So eventually I'm like, I need to probably go to another market. So I went one county over, started investing there another county over started investing there. Then I went to another state, and that is what really started to broaden my horizons on how much money you can make in this business. Then I went to another state, and another state. Since that time, I've invested in well over a dozen states and hundreds of different markets. What I have learned doing this is that I'm essentially cherry-picking the most profitable properties based on my own personal objectives and what I want to do in my investments, in many, many different markets, which has allowed me to leverage my time substantially and simply gives me the opportunity to make more money since there is a finite number of properties being sold in one particular county. No matter how many times you go to that one auction in that county, whether it's monthly or yearly, there's only so much money you can make there. So start investing out of area and it will change the entire trajectory of your business like it did mine. Now, in addition to my experience through the Taxel Academy, I've come across several incredible members that have done the same exact thing. In fact, some of those members are international members and they have never even been to the United States. So I highly recommend investing out of area if you want to truly grow your business. Now I've got a few videos on this. I've got workshops that are very lengthy inside the Taxel Academy, but today I just simply wanted to give you a few tips when it comes to investing out of areas. So hopefully these tips help you out. The first piece of advice that I have is to narrow down your list of potential auctions you want to attend to. There are 3,000 counties in the United States, and obviously you don't need to be out there researching every single tax sale property for 3000 different counties. So you have to narrow it down. The best way to do this is to first determine what product type you want to invest in. Do you wanna invest in tax liens, tax deeds, redeemable deeds, or maybe a hybrid state? Once you do that, that will really narrow down the states quite a bit. From there, look at the various counties, go to the tax sell websites provided by the county. Look at the previous auction results. Simply look at those results, it'll tell you, First off, can you even afford to invest in that area? It'll also tell you the quality of properties, the quantity of properties, the level of competition, the prices. It'll tell you if those areas are profitable. That's a great way to really hone in on the areas that you need to be investing in. Another piece of advice that I have when it comes to investing out of area is to thoroughly research the laws in that state and in that specific area. Now, when it comes to the state level, make sure you take the time to read through the tax cell laws. And I always tell everybody this, but so many people fail to do this. This is not the most entertaining reading, but it is extremely important. The tax cell laws are the laws in the state that you're investing in that allow you to have the ability to invest there. They're the playbook for your success in that state. So take the time to read them. It's kind of like playing Monopoly for the first time and you never read the rules, so you're kind of making up your own rules. That's what happens if you don't read those laws. The rules, the laws are provided for you free. Just search the internet and they'll give you a guide on exactly what you need to do. Now, on a similar note, you need to make sure you take the time to research the local laws. I'm talking about the city and the county laws and ordinances that will impact you both as a tax sell investor and what their requirements are for the people that attend their tax sales, but even more so as a real estate owner in that area, what are your responsibilities? Now I've mentioned this example previously, but early in my tax sell career, I started investing in a Northern state. Now, as some of you know, I am from Florida and most of my investments prior to this point were in Florida as well. So anyhow, I bought this property in the winter time in a Northern state. And what I quickly realized is that this particular city required you to clear the snow off the sidewalk in front of your property within 48 hours of it accumulating. At first, of course, I did not understand it being in a place where we don't have snow on our sidewalks. But over time, it started to make a whole lot of sense to me when it comes to a danger perspective when people have to walk around your snowpack on the sidewalk into the road and that kind of stuff. So it makes total sense. By the time, you know, I did not realize it. I didn't actually discover this ordinance by being responsible, which would have been to research the ordinances prior to me investing there, but instead I discovered it when I restarted receiving citation after citation in the mail because I failed to do what was expected of a responsible property owner in that area. I did not do what I should have done as somebody who owns real estate there. I should have cleared my sidewalk if it's as simple as that. Now, I probably would have flown out there and done it myself, but I would have certainly hired somebody to do it. I tell you this story simply because I was clueless. There's different ordinances. There's different laws, different customs that we must learn when you invest out of area. So take your time, call the county, talk to realtors, talk to attorneys, talk to whoever you need to, to make sure you're doing exactly what you need to do as an investor in that area. And it's as simple again as calling those folks or county code enforcement or building department, or really anybody that will talk to you and ask the questions. And if they can answer them, Ask them, who can you talk to? That way you know you're following the code. You're doing exactly what you're expected to as a real estate owner in that area. The next tip is to take quite a bit of time and actually study the market you're gonna be investing in. I'm talking about studying the market in general. Like where are the best neighborhoods? Where are the golf courses in town? Where are the country clubs? Where are all the new businesses going in at? Is there any notable news? Like, is there an Amazon distribution center that's going to be built in the next year or two? Obviously, that's very, very valuable information. Now, after you study that, study the real estate market. How long are properties taking to sell? What are properties selling for in the various areas? What are the lots going for? What are the homes going for? Go on all the different websites like Zillow and realtor.com and browse around all the different areas to see the property types, the construction styles, all these different things so you familiarize yourself with the market. The goal here is that by the time you actually start researching a tax sell list, you at least have some sort of idea of what you're looking at. You know, One of the most difficult questions that I get asked is people say, Casey, should I invest in this property? Then they'll send me an address in some city that I've never heard of. And I simply cannot provide a yes or no answer to that question in order for me to provide that yes or no answer. That means I would actually have to take these same exact steps. I'd have to learn the market there, learn the process, do all the research to research, everything that I'm discussing right now for them could be a very lengthy process, especially if it's a brand new area for me, but this is your business, so you take the time to do it, research the economy and the market and what's happening in the area you're thinking about investing. So when you do start researching specific properties, you know what you are looking at. The next tip is to anticipate a learning curve. Now, I'm not going to tell you it's going to be as easy as simply picking a market, go to an auction, get a whole bunch of profitable properties and make a whole bunch of money and move on to the next market. It just does not work like that. Instead, it's going to take some time to learn how to research properties in each area. Every county has a little bit different of a process and you need to understand how that process works for that county. Every county has a little bit different of systems that they utilize for things like property assessor reports or GIS. And you need to take the time to learn how to utilize those systems. You have to take a little bit of time to learn how to research in those new markets. The market in every county is going to be just a little bit different. You have to take the time to go to these auctions, every auction, going to be just a little bit different. You have to take the time to go from one county to the next understanding it's going to get easier because you'll know what to anticipate with the more experience that you get. But there is going to be a learning curve at every single county. So anticipate that going into it. Don't get impatient with the process and don't allow yourself to get frustrated. The next tip is to remember that the harder something is, typically the more profitable something is. If it is convenient for you, it's probably convenient for everybody else in the rest of the world too. And oftentimes, a lot of people out there are very lazy to put forth real effort to find the most profitable deals. Here's an example I give folks. Let's say that you are attending an auction and that auction is an in-person only auction. And it requires you to fly across the country to the nearest airport which happens to be five hours away from where that auction is being held. And you must attend that auction in person, of course, but you also have to register two weeks ahead of time, along with a $500 prepaid deposit in order to get on that registration list. Those are some pretty significant steps to overcome for many investors. But guess what? There's not going to be a whole lot of competition at that auction. Now, when we compare that to an auction where you simply log on to your computer, click a button, place a bid and boom, you want a property? There's going to be a lot of competition at that type of auction. So understand if you come across something that seems very difficult, keep pushing forward because the harder something is typically the more profitable it's going to be. The easier it is, the less profitable it's going to be. So keep that in mind as you research the various counties you want to start investing in the next tip is to focus on the smaller markets first. Now, typically, the larger the market is, the more competition is going to show up at that auction. This means prices go up, margins go down, and you get into a battle of who is willing to do the most amount of work for the least amount of money. That is not a spot you want to be in. If you're thinking about a new market, and you see the name of one of the biggest cities in the state in that market, and it just really pops out at you, it's probably too big of a market. I'm a fan of the small to midsize sized markets. Now, actually last week, a viewer commented and said, why skip the big markets? Why not just go to all the auctions? Unfortunately, what happens here is that many new investors will focus on the most competitive auctions first. So what happens is they choose the wrong markets. They go to the tax sales there. They don't get any deals then they do it another time or two, and eventually they decide the business is just not for them. So instead, what you need to do is increase the likelihood of success, increase the return on your time investment by going to what I consider the more profitable markets first, which are the smaller to mid-sized markets. If you have unlimited time, of course, go to every single auction, but if you're a new investor and you have limited time, like a lot of people do, start with the smaller to mid-sized markets. The next tip I have for you, is to utilize locals. Now, the most obvious way to do this is by hiring scouts from places like Craigslist to perform your drive-bys for you. Instead of flying across the country to drive by a property to take a few pictures to see if you like it, hire somebody local. I've done a video on this before, but in short, you're going on Craigslist, posting an ad, paying somebody 10 bucks to swing by a property or two on their way to work or while they're running errands and send you some photos. Obviously, it saves you a lot of time, a lot of money. But in addition to hiring scouts, You know, you can contact realtors and get their opinions on the market because they are the most familiar with it. Then you have local servicemen, you have attorneys. There's a lot of people that can be of great value to you. So don't get into the habit of trying to do everything yourself as it often leads to issues, including burnout. Utilize locals. The next tip is to pre-plan your selling strategy. There's obviously countless ways to sell real estate. The easiest and the most expensive, of course, is to contract with a local realtor and have them list that property for you. And that way they handle all the marketing, the process, everything that's involved. If you're looking to sell it yourself as a FSBO or as a for sale by owner, then you'll want to think about the process you're going to use prior to buying anything in that market. So if you're looking at a house, for example, and you are really against listing that house with a realtor for whatever reason, then exactly how do you plan on selling it? Think about things like showings, inspections, appraisals. They're going to be pretty hard for you. So in that situation, you likely want to factor in a decent discount so you're able to sell that property as is, where is probably to a local investor who will go in there and remodel the house. You know, I always tell new investors to kind of start backwards. Think about the prop that you're looking at in whatever area that you're looking in. How will you sell it? Who is going to be the likely buyer and what will you be selling it for? And then reduce that estimated selling figure by 10 or 15% because things rarely work out exactly like we plan, especially as beginners. So now you have a decent little buffer to base your bid off of and your expected time investment off of as well. Don't follow the I'm going to buy a property and then later on try to figure out how I'm going to sell it approach. That's going to make for a pretty difficult task, especially when you're investing out of area. So pre-plan your selling strategy. And the last one, keep your momentum. This is something that I routinely see happen to new investors. They go to one or two auctions. They don't see immediate success and they begin to fade. And eventually they're out of business altogether. Or maybe it's an investor that does see immediate success, and they expect that same success over and over and over. And if they don't get it right away after they sell their first property, they also begin to fade. Momentum is such a huge thing in any business, especially the tax sale business. Pre-plan out your next six, seven months, or maybe a year. Sometimes it can take you a while to find an incredible market. Plan on following the process that I've outlined today to find that ideal market to research their previous auction results. And then it's an attack sell there. If that one doesn't work out, do it again. And again, get into a habit of searching out markets that work best for you based on your own specific investment objectives. Don't fall into the trap of, well, I tried it for a week and it didn't work. So it must not be a real opportunity. Instead, give yourself the power. To continue to push forward. Get yourself in the mindset. That you'll continue progressing forward, learning, and gaining momentum along the way. And when you make one deal, keep pushing just as hard for that second deal as you did for the first deal. When you make the second deal, keep doing the same thing over and over and over, snowballing your capital, which will allow you to increase the number of properties you invest in, which will ultimately increase your income and your net worth. Continue pushing forward. Do not lose momentum. Listen, investing out of area can be incredibly profitable when done correctly, but it does certainly take some time and some effort to learn the various systems and become comfortable with the process. But if you do put in that effort, you will be rewarded time and time again. Here I am over two decades later, and I can tell you the number one thing that changes the trajectory of my business and my life is expanding out of area don't get stuck in your home market because your income will be capped instead learn how to expand and invest out of area that's all i've got for today i truly hope that this episode has helped you out listen if you enjoyed this podcast if you enjoyed this episode please do me a huge favor and leave some positive feedback on whatever podcasting or video platform you're listening or watching us on right now. These are free podcasts, of course, but your reviews really help us out in the podcasting world. And they might even serve to pay it forward to somebody else who learns about this incredible business simply because you took just a second out of your day to tap that five-star review or leave a positive feedback comment. And as always, if we can be of any additional help, make sure you check out all the links in today's show notes, including the one to our step-by-step training academy at Academy. Com. Hey, take care, folks, and make it a successful day. We'll see you next time right here on the Tax Sell Podcast. Bye-bye.